Good morning and welcome to another episode of Chamber Files, the Des Moines Downtown Chamber of Commerce podcast recorded here at the Des Moines Radio Group. That's Chamber Files, spelled with a P-H, like photogenic. And by that, I mean this beautiful, beautiful man, Calvin Bierman, our producer here today. Look at that. Look at that hair, Brandon. It's just the lighting. Just flowing locks. <laughs> and I, we are joined here today with our guest today, a very special guest, a good friend of mine, Brandon Foldis, principal and CEO of Shift Collective. Thank you. How are you doing, Brandon? I'm good. How are you? Good. Talk to me a little bit about Shift. Well, Shift. Uh, Shift Collective is a, uh, it's really a group of professionals um, that have come together to deliver real estate projects for clients in a new and better way. And we do that by putting all the necessary skills in one place and really working to figure out what clients need and work with them and then deliver and execute that plan. And awesome. so it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Cool. Now, SHIFT is interestingly spelled with a Y, S-H-Y-F-T, collective. Talk to me about why you chose that name. Well, the why was intentional, so that's a great question. Uh, a lot of what we're doing is to try to figure out why the clients, uh, what why at the root of the issue, right? So well, why why is there a real estate challenge ahead of our client? What is wrong with their facility or their office or their space? And if we can get to that true why, I think we can solve the right, the right issues and deliver great uh, solutions for them. All right. So. Now, talk to me about you a little bit. Give me your journey all the way from, I guess, your college years to starting <laughs> shift yeah i've always had interest in in the design and construction and uh you know real estate world ever since i had my first internship uh actually with regency homes uh, i even helped uh, their interior designer decorate homes for uh the home shows when i when i was 19 years old which was quite an experience to see what went into some of the residential projects and it just uh, it's a very intriguing field to me there's so much going on there's so many technical skills as you know sid in your in your profession uh, I don't think most people realize how many different expertise and what education and practice takes to, you know, take a site and actually build something that people are going to use for either their, uh, you know, their office or their home or, or whatever. And uh, so it's just really intriguing to me because it's very complicated. And I really started to gravitate toward a lot of the people in the industry at a young age. And I had a couple of mentors, my uncle Tom Foldis, who's an electrical engineer and owns Bluestone Engineering, uh, kind of took me under his wing, so to say, and mentored me through college. And I had an opportunity to meet some great clients that became great friends and uh, then start to work with folks in the field and build a team. And uh, long story short with me, I think it's just the relationships really allowed me to dig in and learn more and kind of fall in love with the industry. And uh, as I, you know, took some of the green off, so to say, and I learned more, I started to realize that there's probably more people could be doing than just the way it's been done for the last 50 years. It really hasn't changed. And that's what we're trying to do at Shift. Very cool. Yep. And and now, um, you know, you have a great office on Walnut. And why why was why was the decision made to have your office downtown? Well, it was a very strategic decision for us. We were in Johnston before, technically Urbandale. It's that weird area of town where they can claim both. And uh, great communities and great people. Uh, our team, though, is spread out throughout the metro. Most of our clients, because we do typically work with, you know, larger professional organizations, are located in the downtown core. And it was really important for us to be down there for that reason. And then, too, from just an engagement and recruiting and retention perspective, we talk to our clients as they look for sites about that. And we really needed to put our money where our mouth was. And moving down here was doing that for us. And it's really been awesome for us to be down here, to have the local amenities, uh, to be able to go meet clients, friends, uh, centralized location. It's been all we've wanted. Awesome. Uh, now, uh, 
the downtown chamber office is in the gravitate office yeah gravitate located a great space amazing co-working space downtown we've had jeff as a guest on our podcast before now i understand you had a lot to do with that space talk to me about that project and what you guys do yeah so that's a great opportunity to work with jeff he's got a great business model and growing and really serving a need in our community um with our backgrounds as real estate and design and office space and uh, collaboration space, it was a natural fit to take, I think, some of the things that Jeff has learned as an entrepreneur and providing those great spaces that gravitate for uh, businesses at different stages in their life cycle and uh, allowed us to take things we work with for our Fortune 100 clients or our small startups and to really put that in a spot in a unique way for Jeff. So in that particular project, we provided the design and architectural services and really helped him uh, with the construction with the landlord as well because um, it was a unique delivery and there were some unique circumstances in that building being part of a parking garage structure. Uh, it's it's not as easy as just a, a typical office building. So um, It's a beautiful space, it's man. Really it's, cool. it's, it's, it's definitely changed how I perceive co-working spaces and just the way it flows, just the way it's set up. And it's just, a, you know, I could see people really wanting to sit down and work in that space. So great job on that one. Yeah, there's a fun there's a fun phrase for the uh, steratorium, which our, our architects I think really enjoy saying that. And I do too. It's fun, and now I think we've started to see that phrase actually. If you search Google, mm -hmm. it actually is a, a phrase now. Oh, you so should have trademarked, trademarked it. Man. I know, missed opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, you know, you work in the real estate area. Um, you work on the architectural and design things, uh, but uh, on your website it also talks about project management and strategic planning. Yes. How do those elements all come together on a project? Yeah, that's a great question. So for us, really, we're we're always looking as a client advocate. So our business started as owners, re representatives, project managers. So when we are engaged with the client or when we first meet somebody that has a, a challenge ahead of them with our space, uh, we're not there to pitch services. Um, I know that sounds basic, but that's, that's true and, and it's our real nature. So we come in and we set, we try to understand what the issues are and set goals. So set, build consensus goals with their stakeholders. And I know that sounds simple, but a lot of times in these organizations, somebody is, you know, the vice president of HR or operations manager, they get assigned this project, their lease is expiring or we're out of space. And they really, they have an expertise in their business day to day, but they don't know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they have an idea and uh, that, that's a really potential challenge for these folks to try to take on this, uh, you know, a project that they have uh, limited knowledge in and, and be successful. So we come in first and just really want to be an advocate for our clients and help them one, figure out what the, what they need and then make sure they get there. And so by our team offering multiple services, we do that in a way because we want to make sure that we're offering as much value as we can for our clients. Um, you know, there's the old adage, you know, do one thing and do it well. I'm not knocking against that. That's, yeah. that's true. We, we expect a little more of our team. We say, be a jack of all trades and a master of one. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to work at shift, you're going to have to put in a little extra work because you're still going to need to be best in class architect. You're right. going to need to be a best in class construction manager. With that said, we want you to know more about how things work so you can add more value for your clients so you get a better perspective. And uh, so the project management and planning, no matter what we're doing, that is just a part of the services you're provided with shift. Now, um, once you get into a project, you can start to see there's interest, intricate uh, services that can be offered or needed depending on the project type. Right. And that's where as a project manager, you would really, I think, lead that role to build the right team, make sure you have all the necessary skills on your on your team, managing risks, communication plans, right. that type of thing. So now your, your, your projects aren't just limited to the Des Moines Metro, obviously. That's correct. 
So when I look at it, things as far as uh, development and things go, how is the city of Des Moines compared to the other places you've done projects as far as uh, helping things develop? Honestly. The city? Yeah. <laughs> the city's every city is unique. Right. In Let my, me rephrase. I'm asking this is, do you think that Des Moines, um, because Des Moines has grown exponentially, yeah. right? And things that are happening now have never in the history of Des Moines happened. Mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, you know, things with code and planning and zoning and et cetera. Is our city growing with that or are we still keeping up with the way we used to do things that's hindering some of development these days? I think it's a little bit of both. So we have office in Columbus, Ohio, mm -hmm. and we have a growing new office in Phoenix, Arizona, in Scottsdale. So we're very fortunate that if you compare Des Moines and Columbus, which they get compared a lot, they're both great cities mm -hmm. and they both have gone through a lot of change and they both have had good strategic leadership, public and private partnerships, uh, downtown, the, the chamber, all the, the individual chambers, obviously, but then the Greater Des Moines Partnership. Mm -hmm. uh, Columbus has a similar organization. And I've seen a lot of good growth that's pushed us ahead of a lot of, you know, uh, peer communities. Right. I think industry-wise, though, Des Moines is a little bit more uh, traditional than other markets. And it's we're a little slower to change. So uh, I think other markets are a little more open to new ways to maybe add more value or new ways to deliver uh, unique solutions. And in Des Moines, it's a little bit more of a, that's how we've done it. That's how we're going to do it. Mm -hmm. And that's okay because uh, people trust their, you know, their past and they trust their relationships that have taken care of them. And I think that's great. I think uh, we're starting to see a little bit more progressiveness, I think, out of the community. And I think that's going to push us even further and, and better. Right. And I, again, like you mentioned, you work on the architectural design things. I've noticed at least in the last five to 10 years, things aren't looking the same. They're looking pretty cool as oh, yeah. far as office spaces, thought put into design, which wasn't always the case before. Yes. Uh, are you seeing that as a trend that's going to continue in Des Moines where we're going to be on the cutting edge of cool spaces here in Des Moines? I think so. I think and there's a lot of talented teams in our community that, that provide the design services. So it's a it's a tough market. There's just good firms, which is great. I think that, you know, iron sharpens iron, so to mm -hmm. say. And uh, I do think, off, you know, office users, for example, they're using less space per employee because now it's more about the features and amenities you have within the space and what technology and tools you have. And I think they're all competing for the same talent. I, don't, I should have looked at the unemployment rate, mm -hmm. but it's it's super low, right? right? So I think everybody is starting to realize that what used to be an overhead expense is in their, in their real estate mm -hmm. is really a, a value add opportunity. And so that's what's fun for us is now we're working with almost almost always clients that are, they already come in knowing that there's an opportunity and they're looking for somebody like us to help them leverage that and build a, a space for their culture. And that's going to really allow them to recruit and retain people and be whoever they are. So that's a lot of fun working with different groups and learning about them. And we have a lot of great, a lot of great people in this, uh, this town. What are you most excited about for Des Moines in the next five years? Oh my gosh. I think just some of the continued success of what started. I think finishing some of the neighborhoods that have started uh, where we're at today uh, over on Walnut, this, this area has changed drastically. Um, I, I'm looking forward to the market district kind of coming online and seeing what that becomes. Um, you know, there's, there's so much good stuff going on. Uh, I would say I'd like to see more of that, uh, that tertiary loop outside of downtown reinvestment. Mm -hmm. Um, Columbus, Ohio is a great example of what can be done with some good planning. Des Moines is on that. I think there's some good plans with the four neighborhoods they've designated. I'm excited to see how that goes because I think to me, that's a great way to get the suburbs back tight into downtown and we really need that. So I'm excited to see how that uh, plan plays out.
Perfect. And from your experience from the development and real estate side of things, what's the biggest challenge that you think is going to be faced as far as Des Moines facing in the next few years? Well, I think it's obviously the skilled labor, whether that's trades or professional labor, that we already know there's a shortage. Um, so that's going to be a challenge. I, I don't know. I, I'm excited to just, uh, biggest challenge. I, I really think it's just going to be how many people we can get here because the growing businesses that feed our you know, our backbone of our community. We have some, we have several very large, great organizations. Uh, they can only do so much. And a lot of those firms are downsizing because they're, they're creating efficiencies with technology and tools and risk management. And I think we need more startups and we need more, you know, new tech companies. We need, we need more of that. We need something new and fresh and we need to, we need to be at the place where people can come and you know, they want to take a chance and, and grow in Des Moines. Awesome. Brandon, you've been a great guest. Love all the stuff you're doing there at Shift Collective. Is there anything you wanted to talk about as far as Shift goes or uh, things people need to know about you guys? No, uh, if, if, you're, if you have a real estate challenge ahead of you or an opportunity, we'd love to help, of course. Um, we are down on Walnut Street and uh, would love to learn more about your business and see how we could help with your real estate change. Awesome, man. Thank you for being here. Uh, great job as always and uh, love watching your uh, firm grow and the exciting projects you're working on. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. And this is the Chamber Files, another podcast for the Des Moines Downtown Chamber of Commerce, the ACCE Chamber of the Year. My name is Sid Jawarker. I am the president of the Downtown Chamber, a position I inherited by the Wolfpack rules by killing the current president in a street fight. Uh, that is not true. Uh, but uh, this podcast is recorded at the Des Moines Radio Group on Locust Avenue, conveniently located across from the Sculpture Garden. If you'd like to record your own po podcast here, they have great studios and great equipment, as well as great producers like Calvin Bierman. Please contact Michael Hope for details, and uh, thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.